offensive line, nicknamed the Hogs by line coach Joe Bugle, began to control the tempo of the game with a play called 50 Gut. Jacoby and Russ Grimm, the two hogs that time with the big blocks. John Riggins, the diesel, getting warm. Crank up that diesel. Oh, um, oh, um, oh, um. Let's go diesel. Oh. Good afternoon and welcome to another 50 Gut Blog Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Paul Williams, and I'm joined tonight with my co-hosts, Corey and Cliff. Fellas, what's good? What's goody, man? Been a while. Yeah, I know, man, we're back. Been a long time. People probably thought we fell off. Never that. We back. We needed that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been a while. So let's do a little housekeeping uh, before we get into uh, Monday night's game against the Saints. Uh, as you all know, Redskins stand 2-1. and one. Fresh off a of, uh, bye week previous to that, uh, a sloppy win over the, the Packers. I mean, what is sloppy? I mean, the weather was sloppy. The Redskins were, were pretty efficient. The Packers, not so much. But uh, – you know, two and one going to the bye week. I think we all would have taken that a month ago. I I wouldn't have guessed a win over the Packers. I would have probably have guessed a win over the Cardinals and the Colts, and then a loss to the Packers. But two and one is two and one, and it's two conference wins. So I'll take it. Hey man, it could be a lot worse. Just looking at our fellow rivals within the division. So um, <laughs> shout out to the Giants and their effort, by the way. Um, but two and one, bro. At first, we were kind of hesitant about having this little early bye week, but it looked like the bye week came at the right time for us. Right. Especially with our left tackle being banged up. I heard today, apparently, Peterson, his uh, ankle sprain was a little more serious than what they thought, but I guess the week off did help him. So, hey, man, 2 and one we can't complain, bro. Let's go down to the Big Easy and get another W. No, I can't complain at all. Can't complain at all. And obviously, it could be much worse. Mm-hmm. Um. I know a lot of the fans, a lot of our fans weren't expecting one versus the Packers, but who cares, man? I don't like. I don't really care. Two and one. People were tripping off the Colts loss. Thought the season was in trouble. Even though after week one, all of a sudden we were going to Super Bowl. Yep. Week two, we lose. Now the team's trash again, right? So. Yep. Right. It never I, I goes never, how you expect. It never goes how you expect when you look at the schedule. You always say it, though, Cliff. Week to week league. Yeah. It's yeah. like that shit don't matter the Colts game. Yep. And the Colts aren't even bad, as it turns out. They're really mm-hmm. not a bad team. Mm-hmm. Like, people are surprised that a team led by Andrew Luck might actually be decent. <laughs> like, they forgot who that game well, was. See, the crazy thing is it's their defense mm-hmm. that's yeah. actually – like, I think going into that game, we all thought that we would just move the ball at will. We did. But it turns out their defense is actually not bad at all. Mm-hmm. Right, and um, his name escapes me right now, but I know the Cowboys linebacker coach is now their D coordinator. Obviously, they have Frank Wright, who was with the Eagles for a number of years. I mean, it's possible they just knew how to play us. They knew our tendencies. Oh, they did mention that, actually. I, I, yeah. do, I do recall after that game, a couple of the Colts players said they kind of knew uh, a couple of the audibles we were checking to. Like, yeah. we motion, they kind of knew what, like, the off-tackle sweep was going, so on and so on. So, they, I mean, they came prepared. Right. Makes sense because they gave the Eagles problems. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So that uh, makes sense. Right, right, right. And I'm sure they'll give the Eagles and Giants problems later on in the season. Just it, Well, the Cowboys. Well, you mean the Cowboys, the Cowboys have their own It wouldn't be a problem. problem. Like anybody. Bama, Bama probably hold the Cowboys. Up <laughs> the 
because they had light skinned Quincy Carter taking snaps, but you know, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, wait, wait, wait. Please tell the people what you called him. I'm sorry. We got to go back to that. You did, you oh, did call him Quincy Carter on Twitter. What was it again? Oh, when I called him uh, Dominican Kyle Orton. <laughs> he wishes, man. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle Orton was a winner. Kyle Orton's better than him. Hey, he, he damn sure was. He wasn't flashy, but Orton could move the ball. Yeah. <laughs> I saw somebody on Twitter calling Black uh, Chad Hutchinson. I almost lost it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll see them soon enough. Trust me, it's coming. Listen, I, I, I don't, I don't make it a point to, uh, to, to kill that press out because we have yet to beat him. So that is true. So I can't really say much about him, but to, to echo my man Cliff, y'all let the best quarterback you probably ever had walk out the door for this guy. So right. I, I hope y'all take let him out. walk out the door. No, they kicked him out the door. They sent literally. Him to, they sent him to CBS. Right. Remember, it's wild. Do you guys remember when Rumble had that press conference explaining how he was basically ha- okay with handing over the reins to Dak, even yeah. though he really wasn't right. <laughs> I was watching the uh, the uh, football life. It was for Romo on yep, Friday night, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I just reliving that that scenario. Like when he went down that uh, preseason game and he hurt his back, and Dak came out and was eight and one. Yes, I'm sure it would have been hard for you to pull him out the game. Wait, why is this but, hard? But, but, why is this hard? Now? We're talking well, about why is this hard? Here. Why is this hard? Cliff, you know how they're gonna hit you with nah, the momentum. Nah, Teams but guys, good. guys, this shit doesn't make sense. Okay. All we ever hear about is how quarterbacks are important. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't sit any other position under this circumstance. You wouldn't sit Zeke because you went eight and one. <laughs> Would you? You think they'd be like Tyron Smith? You know, we've been winning games without you. Gotta sit. You gotta sit. You know, we're gonna have the backup keep playing. So why is it that that's okay at quarterback, mm-hmm. which is the supposed supposed to be the most important position? Right. They'll give a quarterback's job away to someone who's clearly not as good as they are because the team is winning. What a dumbass <laughs> sport. Seriously. Like, seriously. That shit makes no sense. I well, can't they... lie. I was one of the few to actually say, I think they should keep Dak in, but also because I was I was just a Romo hater. Nah, a lot of so people thought they should keep Dak in. But now looking back on it, I mean, that's probably the worst decision they've ever made. Oh, it is. Hey, that's a franchise killing decision. Oh, absolutely. I told like, you guys when that should happen. They were gonna go to Super Bowl if they kept if they put Ronald back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they, and they had every chance to. If they were smart, if they were really smart, they would be like, Dak, thanks for eight and one. Mm-hmm. Now go sit your happy ass on the bench and let the best quarterback we've ever had take the reins and, right. and deliver. Super if Bowl. something happens to Tony, we'll get you back in there. Right. Plus, Tony's there in the end of his career. Exactly. So you can right. just chill. We know you can play. Chill. It's really crazy because you think about it. If you think about how dynamic they were on the ground that year with, with Zeke as a rookie, dynamic. if they had gotten Romo back, they probably would have maybe gone fourteen and two, yeah. fifteen and one, and ran through the bowl. Like mm-hmm. they might have. It, it's a distinct possibility. Dude, I stand by it that they would have because that was the year the Falcons played the Patriots. Yep. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was right. Yep. Okay. Sure was. The Patriots were weak that year. They sure were. They would have ran all over the Pats. Mm-hmm. I know people would be like, well, they would have lost to the – well, they didn't lose to the Packers because they didn't have Romo. They scored 30 points, blah, blah, blah. But the game is completely different. Mm-hmm. 
completely different. Yep. So, honestly, good job, Dallas. I love that you did. Hey, this. pat on the back, guys. Glad you did it. <laughs> right. So. All right. So, two and one. Um, does your opinion on this team at all change? Uh, that it was two weeks ago. I know that we all. I think we all predicted two and one. Um, I mean, they've been impressive in spots. They've been more impressive in spots than I thought they would be. And they've been a little bit uh, disappointing, I guess, in that Colts game. But, the, you know, the Cardinals were dead on arrival almost. The Packers game had a hobbled. I mean, granted, he's the best quarterback that's ever lived, but he was a shell of himself. Hey, and, they uh, dropped uh, about, and they dropped about 100 passes. Uh, 80% Aaron Rodgers is better than some of these QBs, 80. QBs in the league. That guy was nowhere near 80. Well, you know what I'm trying to say, though. Yeah, he was. Yeah. But I hear you. I hear you. 50, before. possibly. But yeah, he had to be. Because last week, he looked. He was, like, moving. He could actually definitely, run. Definitely, definitely. He couldn't even run two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Right. So, does your opinion on this team change at all going into week five? I mean, As opposed honestly, to your original me, prediction. Well, honestly, my original prediction, I had a start now three, you know, and I had us losing to the Saints. Now, honestly, losing that Colts game, that was kind of concerning, but the team bounced back, came through, got a big win versus Green Bay. Honestly, I feel like I think they're in a good situation right now, man. Honestly, right. we're going down to the Big Easy. We know <sighs> Drew's going to break the passing yards record versus us. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah, absolutely. Good. About your passing Drew, Drew might be my favorite quarterback of all time. Much respect to Drew. Wow. Tom yeah. Brady. You just insulted I, your boy. I didn't. I didn't insult him. Tommy's the, Tommy is that guy. Come on now. But Drew Brees is just, he's incredible. But with that said, I'm hoping maybe potentially they just, you know, maybe they'll overlook us or I don't know. We, we just need a couple bounces to go our way going down there this Monday night because it's not going to be an easy game. I think we know that, obviously, based on we went out there last year, we played them tough, then all hell broke loose in the fourth quarter with four minutes left. Right. Listen, man, that team isn't that good, the Saints. They're not that good a team. That offense is powerful, I, Cliff. That offense is powerful. But <clears throat> offense is powerful. But when you look at the, when, you, when I think about that team, they played the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Falcons played no defense. Mm-hmm. Okay. They got their they got their asses kicked by the Bucks. Yeah. Gave sure up did. a thousand points to the to the Falcons. Game they could have lost. Should should have lost the Browns game. Yeah. They're not that good. Nice offense. The offense is nice. Couple guys are good. You know, nobody's worried about your tight end. No. You know, so, like obviously the Saints have an excellent offense, no doubt. But I feel like if you're as bad on defense as they are, then you're probably not that good a team. Yeah. And we marched all over them last year. We did. Yeah. We had yeah. no problem moving the ball versus last year. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm the type of person. I know Cliff You know, looks at metrics. If you look at football outsiders and defensive DVOA, which is a lot different than just looking at total yards given up and yada, yada, yada. Instead of having us at three, which is a little bit of a lofty, type of defensive outlook for us because we're not we're, we're even better but we're not great we are in 12th you look at the saints they're always down at 30th mm. so 29th in Jesus. dboa they get almost no pass rush and they've been getting bombed on in the past game and i think P, what, pj williams got benched for really yeah pj williams got benched 
for uh, what's the name of the cornerback that came over from the Eagles last year? It's on the Saints now. Oh, no. um, his name escapes me. Tip of my tongue. Um, Patrick Robinson. And Patrick Robinson got hurt anyway. And and now yeah. he has a broken ankle and he's out for the season. Yet they, I mean, outside of Marshall and Lattimore, their secondary has been poo poo. Yeah, Lattimore hasn't been good either. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's been getting. Look, he, listen, Lattimore yeah. ran his mouth all last year. These people, and they even matched him up with top guys. They've been looking for him. Mike right. Evans, Mike Evans couldn't wait to mm-hmm. see Marshawn Lattimore week one. Lit him up. Lit him all the way up. Yeah, so the Saints, I mean, I know the Saints had a good defense last year, but this year they've been nowhere to be found. Like I said, the, the pass rush has been bad. I mean, their only real threat on the edge is Cameron Jordan. I mean, otherwise, they they don't really have anybody but the Jacks defense up takes, there. Look, Marcus, Marcus Davenport, first-round pick. Yeah. Right. Their linebackers are weak. Very weak, and weak as hell. Weak, weak, weak. All right, Jordan Reed, Chris Thompson, that's food. This is this is food. Kurt right. Coleman. Safety's weak. Marcus yeah. Williams. Like these guys right. aren't good on defense, man. Nah. Only thing that can the only thing about playing them in New Orleans is the crowd. Yes. It's literally the only way they can stop anyone from scoring yeah. hard. Or yeah. play the Giants. Yeah. Is by them playing at home or playing the Giants, basically. <laughs> right. Yeah. Offensively, obviously, they offer a lot. They're getting Mark Ingram back. Uh, Alvin Kamara is one of the best young backs in the league. He, he I mean, I think Alvin Kamara. One of? One of. He is. Oh, I think he's the best. The premier. He's the premier young I, back. Hey, in the league. I didn't want to say it yet, Cliff, but damn. <laughs> yo, I don't, yo, you could legitimately argue. I mean, is, oh my God. even though he doesn't run for crazy yards, how many running backs did you take over Kamara currently? I mean, you know my guys are Gurley and Bell, but I think Kamara's coming after him. To me, it's only I'd only take Gurley at this point because Le'Veon is not going to break the big plays like Kamara. I'll give you that. So Gurley's the only one right now. Kamara's just explosive, and, man. And, and not only that, Corey, I'm glad you said it because I think that people think that Kamara is like he's an explosive back, and he is. I mean – and then some. But he also is very physical. He runs between the tackles. Oh, yeah. Like, very easily, yeah. He is not afraid of contact at all. Not, not at all. Not at all. I mean, you saw it versus the Giants last week. Yep. Ran up, ran up the tunnel. Right. Shout out to the yeah. Giants in that performance. Right. Me. And, I mean, obviously, they have Michael Thomas still. I mean, I know he had a quiet week last week, but remember that stat up into week three? He had, what, 38 catches on 40 targets? That's ridiculous. Yeah, like, he, like, first three weeks, he was un- unstoppable. Yeah, shout out to him and Kamara. Um, but here's the thing, though. They don't have anything else. Luckily for them, Mark Ingram will be back. The rest of their offense, the, the reason Kamara and Thomas are getting all these touches is because there's no one else. There really isn't. They used to always have receivers. But what right. we can't do, Cliff, is allow Ted Ginn to catch a bomb for 85 oh, yeah. yards. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that goes the same for everybody. But every now and then, Ted Ginn's going to make a big play. Like, that's yeah. just part of, you know what I'm saying? That's just part of when you play the Saints. Mm-hmm. But they used to always have multiple receivers, a tight end. Like, obviously, they still got the backs. But mm-hmm. I don't see the the diamond like the multiple dynamic players it just happens to be that now they have two incredibly elite players who they've probably never had with breeze 
like yeah, players at this level. Definitely, I agree with that one hundred percent. Yeah, I agree. I mean, let me. I'm gonna ask both y'all questions because honestly, I don't know how strong is their O line. So, what's I know they got. I mean, I understand they got Max inside Cliff. I know about Max and Ryan at right tackle, but we sh- can we get pressure with 94, 91? Listen, last year. Remember last year we were, we were shutting them down. Yeah, we were. And then all hell broke loose, right? Yeah. And part of the reason all hell broke loose is because we stopped getting the passwords. Yeah. But didn't they? They the kid they drafted last year. He made. He wasn't even all pro. Which one? Or Pro Bowl? Right tackle, right? Yeah. Oh, Ryan Ramchet. Yeah, he's nice. He's nice. No, he's good. He's good. They have a good O line. If you look at their O line from from left to right, it is actually pretty solid. They have yeah. Theron Armstead, Andres Pete, Max Unger, as Corey mentioned, Larry Walford, who's pretty decent, and Ramchek. So they have a good O line. Yeah, no. I, I I just thought Josh Larue is still on their team. I was laughing when I see that guy's name. <laughs> old, old, old McDonald's McRib looking motherfucker. But um, so I'm gonna give you the player that I'm worried about. Okay. I think I think I know where you're going with Pagoda Cliff. It's Trey Quan Smith. Really? So for the last couple of weeks, Sean Payton's been complaining. Not complaining, but kind of like saying, like, we don't really have anybody else stepping up. Because their offense is literally all Kamara and Thomas. Yeah. All game long. They don't they if they throw the ball, it's the Thomas or Kamara. If they run the ball, it's Kamara, right? They brought up Trey Quantz with a couple weeks ago. They thought he was ready to, you know, become a larger part of the offense. It's taken a couple weeks. I have a feeling. I have a feeling. This is the week. They this try is to the week. To. This is the week. Yeah. He, is he slot receiver? He plays. It's, you know, he can play both. But they like, they, they got, like they the. Cameron Meredith, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cameron Meredith. Cam Meredith does seem like the kind of person that would kill us. Also, I think this is a week where, if when if we have problems with them, it's going to be because of these, yeah, because of these guys. Then we need yeah. a big game for Fabian Moreau. Yeah, this is the week where cornerbacks really need to show up too. Not not for nothing, but I mean, I'm not sitting there saying that nobody outside of Michael Thomas can't beat us, but you can't afford to let somebody like Trey Quan uh, Smith or Ted Ginn beat you. I mean, yeah. you just can't afford that. Yeah. Can't have Ginn get in the post route for 40 and turn it into 75. Right. Cliff, I thought you were going to talk about your boy Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill? No, no, no. That's your guy. <laughs> Listen, I like. I was a big Taysom Hill fan in college. Yep, sure I, st- I still remember him absolutely destroying Texas. And they use him a lot, though. They, they use him a lot. You watched the game versus the Giants last yep. week? They used him uh, at receiver, at quarterback, at right. running back. And, and he threw a pass on a big punt. You know why? It's because they don't have anybody else. That's part of the reason. Yeah. Like, no one else in their offense besides Thomas and Kamara has stepped up. So they've been trying to figure out a third person. And last week they decided it was Taysom Hill. But now Mark Ingram is back. So let's yep. see. Although, he, you know, no PEDs. Let's see how that goes for <laughs> Well, there's, there's only one ball to hand off. I mean, I'm not sitting there saying that you can't put them both in the same field at the same time, but I mean, Mark Ingram isn't nearly a, the versatile weapon that 
Alvin Kamara is. Right, but he was part of why their offense was so good last year, though. Yes, oh, he true. was. And he I think their was. offense was better last year than it is this year. You think so? Yeah. I think it was better last year. Because In- Ingram had a great season last he year. He did. He did. They we don't know if, with, with Ingram coming back this week, they might, you know, they might revert back to what they were doing last year. But, Dude, but even caught- when we played them, we matched up. I feel like kind of like you said earlier. We matched up well with them until we got to that final. Four. Guess how many passes Ingram caught last year? Hmm. Uh, Off the top of your head, how many passes Ingram caught? Fifteen. He caught fifty-eight uh, passes. Jeez, I was going to say thirty. He caught fifty-eight for four hundred, and he had eleven hundred yards rushing, twelve touchdowns. Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a yeah. Hell of a season. Yeah, Ingram is a, a very solid back. Very I think right people now. just just like. I don't know why people decided that they they were like okay they're out on him or whatever, but well it's because he because he wasn't great the first, his first year out of college yeah. people just always assume that he's a bum or a bust, but he's had like three really really good years in a row. Yeah, 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 and, and you know he's gonna come out there Monday night all pumped up. Of gassed course, up. yeah. Speaking of coming out gassed up, it, this actually went from a. Darius Guy's homecoming to an Adrian Peterson revenge game, even though he says he has no ill will against the Saints. But uh, I know he's he has that sprained ankle when he didn't practice yesterday and today. Obviously, the wrestling's had off, but uh, yeah, I expect him to come out, uh, juice up a little bit on Monday night, try to get some revenge all day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, I mean, you can move the ball on the ground against the Saints. I mean, they're like, like we just talked about their defense, their defense is really not great, especially up front. I mean, I know I. I they, uh what's that kid? I like uh Rankins. Rankins is pretty good, but they they can be had up front for real. Hey man, one of the keys to keep to beating Drew Brees is keeping Drew Brees' ass on that bench. We that was the recipe. La- that was the recipe last year, and we damn near did it till we got to the four minute mark. Listen, I I I mean I hear you, but I look at it like this: you aren't beating them there. Unless you score thirty points. Oh, we need points. Don't get me wrong, Cliff. I I didn't mean it like that. We need to score. We need a, a Wizzles man, P. Rich, to catch another bomb. Dotson, I'm calling for you. Please. <laughs> well, remember last year, that was his, probably his best game last year was yeah, against was. the Saints. And he, and he was going at Lattimore. They, they fed him the ball a lot. They fed him a ball a lot last year in that game versus Saints. Well, in the I was first watching, half. Because yeah. remember, remember, he catches like one pass second half. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe his career. I can't believe his. And I'm Corey. I'm sorry. I know this your man. I, I'm not even no, trying to get on. Not, but I can't me, believe not, his career high in catches is four. That's it, ridiculous. It stinks. What was it? Four for seventy-eight. It was like four for seventy-eight. That's his career high. Year three. Busting Dude, that's god damn it. That guys, That's a bust. Cliff, yes. man. Cliff, we just are, give me give me a couple more months. <laughs> a couple more months. So you want the rest of the season, basically? Yeah, we'll, we, we'll give him the we'll give him the rest of the year. We'll give him the rest of the year. Believe nah, me, I will be nah. if he keep, if he keeps this up, I will be right there with you. I'm just hoping as a fan that some type of switch comes on in this brother's brain, and we and you know he picks it up. Because I don't, I don't even think that it, there's no switch that needs to goes off. He just is what he is. What I said about Doxon a month ago stands true. I think he's just a 55 no, see, catch no. guy at Paul, best. But, Paul, you can't say that because it's possible he's just a bum. Yeah. So, yeah. like – But I don't want to – I'm not going to call no, him. Listen, I guys, I'm, I'm not calling him a bum. I can't bum. do it. I'm saying that we have more evidence that he doesn't do anything yeah. than the opposite. Absolutely. 
we need to start accepting the facts here. Until he produces, in my opinion, I don't even assume he's going to produce week to week anymore. But what I also can't do is make the excuse for him like I was last year with Kirk not getting him the ball or doing that. Because I've seen several instances and several situations where Alex has looked at him. I mean, he drew a couple personal, he drew a couple uh, pass interferences, but a couple times Alex looked at him and the brother just was not open. So, I mean, he, you got to step it up, man. If not, Paul's man Maurice Harris will be starting shortly. Listen, I told Paul, I told you guys in the chat, Maurice Harris is going to take that guy's job. Hey. It's just a Sooner matter later. of time. Just a matter of time. Yeah, and remember we said in the chat a couple of days ago, he's the one guy you wish was around this year was Robert, Robert Davis. Davis. Yeah, who was Robert Davis could have used those snaps. Mm-hmm. I'm not even saying that Robert Davis is better than Doxon, but at least Robert Davis can go out there and be productive on teams. Doxon literally does nothing for your team. It's not even that. It's, one... it's that, like, I've seen enough. I'm getting to the point where I've seen enough of nothing. I feel your frustration, Cliff. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, we're getting to the point where we've seen enough of nothing that we got to stop acting so optimistic about this. I just don't understand... I think the optimism comes from we just know he's talented. We know because and, that's what he's not hurt. Yeah. So, like, so what's yeah, the guys, pro- what is the guys, problem, guys? There have been better, more talented receivers than Doxon who failed the NFL. What you know so, as a wide receiver? Because one of my favorite things is seeing a wide receiver go up and get the ball. What he did at TCU—that's what he was doing week but in and Corey, week out. It's crazy. Corey, we've seen better receivers than sure. Doxon who were bust. We have. We have. You, so you know. You know something I heard on, uh, I think this was 980. This might have been on Monday morning or Sunday morning, something like that. I think it actually was Doc Walker talking. And obviously receivers in the NFL especially have a certain, like, alpha male mentality about them, a certain cockiness swag about mm-hmm. them. They said that Doxon just doesn't have that fire. Maybe that could be part of it. He's a quiet guy. Yeah. I ain't much trying to hear this quiet but I mean, I stuff. I wouldn't blame that because we know Ryan, our, our old uh, Ryan Gruden, he was, he was quiet. I'm not trying to hear this. I'm not trying to hear this quiet shit. Maybe <laughs> you're not good. Maybe no, but when the game starts, it turns out you're not good. Some guys are only good in practice. Nothing would make me feel better than being down in New Orleans and seeing Dotson catch a bomb on on Lattimore's oh ass. I, listen, I'd love it. I'd love it. We our offense has looked solid at times. We make no big plays. So, I want some big plays. Well, I mean, the offense does need big plays, Cliff. You're right. They need to make some big plays. But the offense has been very methodical these past three weeks. Outside of the big play to Richardson versus the Packers, they've been driving the killing people. I mean, you need to score 30 against the Saints to win in Louisiana, yes. But also keep Drew off the field. If you can get a couple – 11 play drives in there. That'd be great. I'll take an 11 play, yeah. eight, nine minute drive. I mean, who the hell wouldn't? But this is like, this is like <laughs> baseball. You need to be able to hit home runs. True. Long, True. Dri- long drives to me are single, like they're singles, they're doubles. That's cool. That's like put, you know, a single, a double, you know what I mean? You put multiple hits together. Cool. But you need to be able to hit home runs. You want to play, with, you wanna play with the happen. big boys, you need to hit home runs. Absolutely. Worst thing can happen, we go out there, get 11 play, 70 yard drive. Take up nine minutes. Drew gets the ball, goes out there three plays, seventy-five yards touchdown. Right, but you know how this shit goes. You, you go eleven plays, seventy-five yards, and yeah. you kick a field goal. No, well, Kirk's not right? here, so we're not doing that. No, no, okay, nah. First of all, first of all, first of all, 
Tyree Calls doing it plenty versus the Colts. It. I had to do it. But I'm saying, you go out there, seven plays, 60-something yards, long drive, yeah. kick a field goal. Drew gets it, four plays, 80 it's yards, seven touchdown. Three. It's 7-3. Absolutely. You need to be able to hit home runs. I'm with you. Can we get a turnover? Can we return a punt? <laughs> I mean, we? you need. I mean, when you're playing a guy like Drew Brees, you need things like that to happen, bro. Because, you, like you said, you need you, you need to score thirty points to beat the Saints. Then you need some. You need a couple bounces to go your way, whether it be a return or whether it be a pick. Or you're like, we, I mean, we need we need some bounces to go our way to beat Drew Brees, man. On you, Monday Night Football, you mean a pick last game. year? Did we had a pick early last in the game last yeah, year. Yeah, Swearing had a pick on the first drive. Yeah. Yep. Remember? Coming across, he came over to the right sideline. You know, mm-hmm. kind of undercut an underthrown ball. Mm-hmm. And you had the fake punt. You know, you extended the drive there, which turned into a touchdown. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you're going to need something to happen. You need some sort of – and they've been making plays. The defense has been making plays. They've been forcing turnovers, getting to the quarterback. One thing they can't do, uh, they really can't let – and it's going back to talking about the running game. They can't let Ingram and Kamar get into rhythm because the defense has been giving up some yards, like in chunks. If you think about it, DJ uh, uh, David Johnson was getting a few yards on ground before they went away from the run completely. The Colts pretty much had their way on the ground against us. Same thing with Aaron Jones and the Packers. They got some chunk yards before they went away from the run. We're 31st in defensive DVOA against the run, which is not good. I know the rush defense appears to be better, but that's because we've gotten big leads in the first half in two or three games. I, I mean, well, well but, Ingram, they're going to get their yards. You just can't let it be crazy. Uh, I would say Packers game, that seemed like a game plan thing to me. Uh, to give them the run, right? Yeah. Don't let A-Rod beat you with the pass. You, you can have the run. But then on the other end, remember we shut them down run-wise last year? Mm-hmm. Until like late in the game. Yeah, big right? place. I'd rather they run than throw. Absolutely. <laughs> that's that's me. But I mean, Paul, I hear what you're saying, but I don't see. I mean, I'm. I can't even say that. I was gonna say I don't see Ingram and Ingram and Kamara rushing for 80 yards and touchdown, which obviously they can do it. But of course, I would rather take away the big play with the pass game and. I mean, if they got if we got to take our chances with the Saints running, then I would rather roll with that. We didn't draft those big boys up front for nothing, so no, 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 they'll be fine. And I'm sure a week off will do them some good. I'm sure they've had they spent all off week planning a game planning for Drew Brees and them and figure out how they're going to stop this offense because you know it's it's a long haul and you, you can't win 13 games until you or 13 next games until you win this one. You can't come out here and lay an egg after having 15 days off. Absolutely. Yeah. Plus, plus so. they return it back down south, man. They're SEC boys, so hopefully, you know, True. Monday Night True. Football, they, they should be motivated, man. It's a big, this is a big game for us. Yeah, I mean, usually they don't look good on Monday Night Football, mm-hmm. especially at home, but they're on the road, so let, let's see something. Mm-hmm. Show me something. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is like the Chiefs game last year, in a way. Ain't it, Cliff? <laughs> I swear <laughs> I thought about that earlier. Literally, same situation. On the yeah. road, tough environment. Fourth game of the season. Yep. Two and one coming off an impressive win against at home last year was the Raiders, the yep. Packers. Yep. So, uh, I mean, you just got to do it. I mean, and you, like I said, you had a whole week off. So, you, you shouldn't come out flat. You Can't come out sharp. You should be fresh. Can't come uh, I'm sure Gruden will have a nice script for old number 11. 
So uh, let's let's see what they can do. I mean, you got to get. I, I I'm not saying this is a must win win game. It's not a must win game, but oh, I would be. Going. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's a must win game, but I would be disappointed if it came out and looked flat, looked bad. I would be disappointed. If I'm it with you bad. on look. I, yeah, I, I I cannot have my squad come out here looking flat after a bye week. I, I would yeah, be man. disappointed with that. I, I can't. I don't disagree. Uh, I think we've matched up. We've matched up well with Breeze over the yeah. years. It's crazy, Cliff, but we do. It's it's crazy. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. All right. Um, want to do some predictions? <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> Cliff, you got to lead the way, man. I got to think about this one. Uh, I got us 34-30. I will flip that stadium upside <laughs> down. <laughs> Cliff, that's how you feel, bro. Don't get me hype, man. It's only Tuesday, dog. Oh my goodness, thirty-four, thirty. Jesus. I say, uh, Reed and Thompson are gonna—they're gonna be unstoppable on Monday. We didn't even mention Jordan Reed this entire podcast. How's that possible? Reed, Reed. <laughs> Listen, you have AJ Klein and Manti Teo guarding you. You need to eat. Speaking of that, though, Gruden did mention Jordan is obviously getting healthier. His opportunities are going to pick up. So look for him to be even more involved in the game plan this week. So, yeah, I mentioned that to you guys. I think the first two games he played in around forty percent of the snaps mm-hmm. in both of the first two games. Mm-hmm. Last game, I I don't forget what the exact number is, but it was closer to like seventy. He needs to be on the field, especially yeah. when there's nobody that can guard him. No you know, one have him out there. Hey, hey, shout out to Vernon Davis. Shout out to Vernon Davis. He's been cooking this season already. I mean, he only has I think, like eight catches, but he's been getting some yards. Yeah, absolutely, some yak. But Vern, Vern has always been clutch, man. Always the Wiley veteran with no moves. Hey, <laughs> him and AP have similar cuts these days. I mean, it's like somebody slams on the brakes in their car when they're trying to make a cut, and they just take forever. They just and then they go. But hey, I'll take it though. It's like a plane running hard. It's like a plane landing, right? They got they got Paul Pierce game now. Hey, old man Vernon. No, I really do think Reed and Thompson are going to be – and then and Vernon. I think well, you remember last year, speaking well. of Thompson, Cliff, last year, you remember, they could not stop Chris until he got hurt. Chris was cooking. Oh, that is the game he got hurt. Yeah, he yeah. the game he got hurt. That's when the floodgates open. I completely forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kirk became check down champ. Mm-hmm. Skull. <laughs> <laughs> Corey. <laughs> Damn, I'm still thinking about my prediction, though, man. This is uh... Yeah, I'm like, Corey, come on, dog. All right, man. Well, this originally, this is one of the games that I picked that I said we were going to lose because I had us beating Green Bay. But, I mean, I had us – Actually, I had us beating Green Bay. I had us losing to New Orleans. So, we screwed up, lost to the Colts. I think we're going to go down there and we're going to get a win the night Drew breaks the record. I'm going with 30-27 to Washington. Late field goal by Dustin Hopkins to win the game. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna echo that. I, I think we're gonna go three for three on, on oh, this prediction here. I, I I know that I know that's like the kiss of death. But... Shit, we are definitely losing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I just I just really don't think they have answers for us 
on defense. Like, like Cliff said in the beginning of the podcast, you saw them versus the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. They should have lost to the Browns. They gave up like a million yards to Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones in week three. Mm-hmm. Like, the, I mean, if, if it weren't for the Giants being putrid, they might have lost last week as well. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't, they're not the same same team as they were last year. And last year we had them on the ropes and we're banged up. I don't know. I, I just don't think having answers for Jordan Reed. You don't mean answers for Chris Thompson. Just, uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, uh, you know what? I'm going to say 27 26. Mm. It, it'll be close. It'll be close because we don't have no answers for them either. It's still Drew Brees. He's still a first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback. Mm-hmm. And their house on Monday night is going to be electric. Yep. This is, it's this is to... no disrespect to Drew. Right. Me and Corey have been to – how many stands have we been to, Corey? We have been road. to San Francisco, Carolina, Pittsburgh, our second home in Baltimore. Um, <laughs> Arizona? Arizona. Arizona. Arizona was, was pretty tight. I, I mean, I think of those stadiums, I think maybe – and let's not forget that that year we went to Carolina, it was their 15 in one year. So they were – Pretty legit. Yep. Pretty good home we crowd. We were <laughs> terrible. Terrible, Cliff. Yeah. And First somehow got to the playoffs. There and said nothing. Somehow got to the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, but as far as like home crowd and like uh, like uh, a home field advantage, Pittsburgh is probably like the most like wild crowd I've seen. Yeah. I fully expect to walk into that stadium on Monday night and have it just be like deafening. I mean, that's what they always say about the, about the uh, same stadium, man. It is a loud crowd, and yeah, I mean, I, I mean, as far as like atmosphere, I mean, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to be down there and, and be that, like around like the Saints fans, and they always say they're super hospitable. I'm, I'm sure they won't be like the, the folks up north in Philly where they're peeing in cups and throwing it on you and shit like that. But <laughs> <laughs> but no, be, it, it'll be a fun atmosphere. But I'm I'm excited to see what a real live home crowd Monday night. Feels like because I mean, as we know, unfortunately, with the crowd effects doesn't really get hyped for much these days. And well, they also don't give us much reason to get hyped, was it? We're not gonna, I, we ain't well, gonna I, fan base like that. I, I know, I know, I know, I know, but I hear you, right? <laughs> hey man, we going down to Southern Bells, man. <laughs> Southern hey, hospitality. hey man, <laughs> yeah, the, the land of beignets and hand grenades and. <laughs> And Southern Bells, unless my wife is listening, then I'm kidding. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> and Cliff is like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But, yeah, for real, if you're down there, if you are going to be in New Orleans this weekend for the game, mm-hmm. holler at us. We're going to be down there, what, Saturday afternoon? Yep. Saturday afternoon through Tuesday morning. Uh, Redskins team tweet, my boy Chris Bryant, they're all going to be partying Sunday night. At the rally, they have a whole like bar crawl plan for Monday. We'll be with them most of the time. So holler them, holler at us. We'll be there. So uh, we're a name tag. I don't know Twitter handles faces. So yeah, we're a name tag. <laughs> oh, it's you, Redskins fan thirty five. Nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Cliff, Cliff, I wish you were gonna be there, man. Nope. But yeah, America calls, my friend. Uh, a, a work, a work, a work. Uh, inconvenience you this time, but uh, we'll get you next time, I guess. Early season, if, if they win this jump, hey, you might as well hit another road game this season. We'll see. We'll see you guys in Tampa. Once the election's over, I'll have plenty of time. Right. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, we yeah, there, there are some cool home or road games, you say, after Election Day. So we have Jacksonville, we have Tampa, we have Tennessee. I think we'll probably go to Tennessee, too. Well, I damn sure ain't hitting the road if my team is three and seven. So Right. Why would we be three and seven? Man? Yeah, Court, what, what is this? You just one, said we're going to be the Saints, so we're going to be three and seven now? I'm just saying, guys, one week at a time. <laughs> one week at a time. Hey, can we talk? Can we talk about Kirk real quick before we get off? <laughs> oh, of course I'm we can. Let me sit back, as Cliff said it. Let me sit back. No, nah, yeah. I, I, nah, I just wanted to open the floor for Corey. I know this is one of his favorite topics. <laughs> hey, Cliff, you were the one who said we were not going to bring Kirk up anymore. Oh, I did say that. Now you're right. You're right. No, 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 no. Now you got me all riled up. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I will say, this, and this is something I'm looking forward to, because it's Eagles versus Vikings next week in Philly. So big game. As, as, as much as I want to see Kirk and them be one three and one, yeah. I got to root for Kirk this week, right? We sure. got to be pulling for the Vikings to beat the Eagles. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. oh, I good. No, I mean, no, you're that petty. Kirk, well, Cliff, you're that no, petty. You'd be- no, this is not about him. It's about his supporters, man. Oh, you mean the ones that were all over Twitter when he was throwing for all those yards the other night? Yeah, it's about them. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But I can't wait till he goes on the radio station in Minnesota and says he's having the best season of his career. (laughs) That's all I I got. (laughs) Skull. Skull. Don't forget, he's process-oriented. So when he throws throws, uh, 371 yards, and four touchdowns, but has a, back, a back-breaking pick or or fumble towards the end of the game. Just remember that he's process-oriented. But that's, never forget. You know, and that's the thing that kills me. Like, and it, we're not gonna make this a Kurt Haters session, but this is what we dealt with here. Like, it's nice you get all those stats. Your completion percentage is through the roof. You from the twenty to the twenty. You're moving the ball. You're doing what you could do. But when it comes down to it, and we need you to give us a drive. We need you to get these points on the board, and you mm-hmm. fumble. Kirk has been fumbling for over three, four years now, and he now he's doing the same shit in Minnesota. QB, what was his QBR? It was like 100-something. I want to yeah. say the last game, he was like – he completed like 80% of his passes. All right. Everything, everything looks great. Fourth quarter comes. Here we are. The funny thing is, and I, I, I'm going to – preface this by saying this i'm in no way shape form putting kirk cousins in the same category as the goat aaron Rodgers. i'm not but it, it's funny that certain uh radio hosts in this city on a certain uh fm station warm warm radio as soon as kirk comes out and, and fumbles that ball and he's already with the excuse he's talking about oh my goodness their defense is terrible oh my god they had no run game to speak for but you have another quarterback in that division who remember how they used to talk so grimy on what's his name on uh Dom Capers and mm-hmm. the Packers defense. Yep. Well, that's in the Packers had a run game when they had Ryan Grant like 10 years ago. Great Amon question. Green. Yep. But they, but he doesn't get the same courtesy. Mm-hmm. I understand that he's the GOAT, but you can't have it both ways. You can't have one quarterback throwing for tons of yards and, and giving games away towards the end and say, Oh, he had no defense and no run game, but then another quarterback. He has to carry the entire team on his back, and if he loses, he loses. If he wins, he wins. You know, it's it's just not it's not right. I mean, they graded on a curve when it comes to the eight car. 
They always have. And it appears they always will. Even though this man is now 2,000 miles away in a different division, they're still talking about him every chance they get. I guess we're doing the same thing, so whatever. We are but, doing the same thing. <laughs> I mean, we are, but we're just following up on the nonsense that they were saying the other night. No, nah, really, really, I see someone like Matthew Stafford, right? I watched what happened on Sunday to Stafford where he leads his team on that drive. And then his defense just goes out there and loses the game. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like pretty much his whole career. So yeah. I know I know we shit on Dak a lot, but can you imagine how happy he was to see Jared Davis one on one outside with Zeke Elliott? <laughs> I'm like, oh, what are you doing? Who who's the defensive coordinator in Detroit? That's a great the head coach. Oh, Patricia. Oh, oh my oh my geez. It's it is Matt Patricia. It's gotta be. What are you thinking about? I like Jared Davis as a player, but what are you thinking about? Same thing he was thinking about when him and Belichick benched Malcolm Butler in the Super Bowl. But that's another story for another day. That's that's terrible. That is pathetic. <laughs> mm-hmm. pathetic. That that is easy money right there. Even Dak could hit hit that wide open receiver. You know what I'm All you they had like what I think it was a minute ten left. All they had to get was a field goal. Mm-hmm. You can't have a linebacker out there with one of the best backs in the league. And I'm pretty sure it was, I'm pretty sure it was third down too. It was definitely third. It, down. It, it was definitely third down. That is pathetic. One thing I, I give Z credit, he's 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 pretty good at catching the damn ball, man. He's been doing that since Ohio State. Well, I don't know why Dallas doesn't do that more with him because he. Well, can catch I'm gonna get. I'll do something that I've never done this podcast. I'm gonna give uh, Jason Garrett some credit actually because you see that Dak is struggling. You know that he has no receivers to speak of. The O line is banged up. You got to give Zeke as many touches as possible. What do you have last season? Like 175 total yards, something mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. Give him the give him the rock. And when he's not Tony Rock in the backfield, throw him the ball in the backfield. He's your only really weapon on offense outside of. You no, know no, he's your only weapon on offense. Yeah, yeah. Good to see it took him. Good to see it took him three weeks to figure that out. But. Right. <laughs> it's just. It just shows how. You know. Never mind. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bite my tongue on that. Quick question though: Where is that Eagles Vikings game? Is that in Minnesota or Philly? It's in Philly. Philly. Oh gosh. He kind of owns them there, though. He does. <laughs> Kirk plays well in Philly, man. He does actually. He really does. Yeah. It's crazy. I think that Philly's mm. the only Philly's the only team in the division that he ever really had success against. Yeah, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. I can't. He owns Philly. That's crazy. Well, so, yeah. I expect. I actually expect them to win. The Vikings? You think yeah. so, Cliff? Yeah. I think so, too. I mean, you've lost two in a row. and wait, So, you're three non-wins in a row. Think about it. Because you tied, then you lost two in a row now. It, it can't be one. Th- Can you imagine how they're going to kill that team and Kirk if they're one, three, and one? But let's also be honest about the Eagles. They don't really look good right now. Wentz does not look right right now. I, I think Wentz is just rusty. I think Wentz is going to be fine. But, I mean, yeah. But so while he's rusty, they're catching L's. But the thing about it is their defense isn't what it used to be. Their front is still really good. Their linebackers are okay. Their secondary is poo-poo right now. Outside yeah. Malcolm Jenkins, but who really, is a, a damn beast. Really, but their secondary stinks. Really, they look on defense to where we thought they would look last year. So, hmm, Good point. Last year, they were getting every ball, right? Every turnover, yeah. every bounce. And they were always ahead. Mm-hmm. Last year, we thought this is how they would look defensively. Yep. Yeah. I, mean, I think their run game has not been great. Uh, they've been banged up too. I mean, Alshon Jeffries bet he caught a touchdown last week. He had, a, yeah. I think, he also caught like a pretty deep bomb. I think, I mean, maybe like a forty-yard bomb, not anything crazy. But they just aren't the same. But they, they 
were getting every bounce last year. Like Corey every said. bounce, they're gonna, they gonna take a step back. They had to be taking a step back. Okay, what's the what's the uh, how do I say it? What's the um, what's the word I'm looking for? Whistle. Just speaking of the NFC East right now, where are we? Since we're speaking on the Eagles, we just spoke on on the the Cowgirls and the Giants. What's our what's our level of confidence right now within the division? Uh, I think I think I'm comfortable saying that we're head and shoulders better than the Giants. I think we're better than the Giants. I I didn't think the Giants would be good this year, and, and so you far, think we're better than the Giants? Well, <laughs> I mean, it's early. It's still early to say. I think the Giants would be good this year. So far, they've proven right. They're not that good. The Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys are actually showing me something on defense. Defense is better than I thought it would be. But as long as Dak is throwing for 161 yards a game, they're, they're not going anywhere. I don't care how good their O-line is and their run game is. It's so it, – it's between us and the Eagles, really. I don't think their defense is that good. Dallas? Yep. I think their, their pass rush is good. The kid, um, Dark, Demarcus Lawrence, is special. Yeah, he's uh, uh, okay. You got it. one night, nice and they're get, and they're getting David Irving back this week. Cliff going on him, <laughs> Look, and they're gonna they gave him five yards of carry. Isn't this the same week you're getting David Irving back, Corey? No, it's been four weeks, right? Yeah. Yep. Ask, go, ask Golden Tate if he thinks <laughs> they got a good defense. Hey, Golden Tate is a disrespectful motherfucker, man. He was flambeing there, <laughs> dude. He caught eight of eight targets for one thirty and some touchdowns. <laughs> Who was guarding this man? No one. Apparently. Gosh. I, I think the first couple of weeks, they didn't face anybody. Cowboys, right? right. They faced the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Okay, Panthers offense, okay. That was a Cam and McCaffrey show. The Giants offense is a disaster. Mm-hmm. The Seahawks offense is a disaster. They have one player. <laughs> well, we're going to find out about them very soon. We'll see them yeah. soon, man. Yeah, yeah. They, we they come talk about them a lot. In three we will see them soon. Mm-hmm. They play the Texans on Sunday night. Sure do. Will Fuller, yeah, I'm, I'm... Will Fuller, and DeAndre. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's guarding them? I like I like uh, a woozy a little bit, but I saw a woozy getting. He was one of the people that got torched. Indeed, he was. Him and he see he get froze a couple times on Sunday. Trash ass safeties. <laughs> you know what? I could go look. I'm not even gonna do it because we could do this cowboy talk for another hour. But we will see you guys soon. I'm gonna leave it at that. Right. Yeah. We have plenty of time to talk about mm-hmm. the Cowboys and the rest of the division. But uh let's go and wrap this up. Guys, thanks for being with me again, man. Tell me where to find you on Twitter. At young half underscore twenty-one. Try to tweet as much as I can out in the NO. Hopefully somebody can find me some of that good gumbo. <laughs> come home with a W. I don't remember my Twitter handle. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know he's he's actually being serious. He probably actually doesn't. I really don't remember. He's probably Kyrie <laughs> underscore don't leave us Celtics. Wow. Wow. Damn. Damn. Wow. Wow. <laughs> We'll save that for the NBA podcast. Nah, I just don't need to respond. They'll be <laughs> Corey will be watching in June, I'm sure. Uh, all right, fellas. Holla. All right.